tuning in to the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey, After Buzzers, welcome. It's been such a long time. Welcome to the Girl Meets World After Show for Season 1, Episode 19, our penultimate next-to-last episode, Girl Meets Farkle's Choice. I'm one of your hosts, Lee Michael Epstein. And I'm Kristen Elizabeth Snyder. So great to be back with you guys. So nice to be back with you guys and to be back with you. Oh, yes, I missed right? you too, Lee. All the way over. Hello. Hello. <laughs> the chairs have wheels. Oh, my God. Hey, I know it's been a long time, huh? I know. And I've been missing Girl Meets World. We had this little thing with this with the schedule. It was kind of crazy where, you know, they were doing only one episode per month, but I heard, you know, next year it's gonna be much better and we won't have to wait so oh, long. Oh, interesting. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And Mark Blutman was supposed to be with us on Monday, but we had to move the show because of scheduling conflicts. And I'm sure they'll join us next year I'm for sure. season two, but you know, there's they're still filming season two and editing season two right now, so it'll be ready for you guys this summer. Which will be so. amazing. And I know they've had a kind of weird schedule taping season two because, yeah. as a lot of you at home know, um, Riley, uh, Sabrina, and... Sorry, I should say <laughs> Riley and Maya, a.k.a. Rowan and Sabrina, are mm-hmm. working um, on some Disney Channel movies. Yeah. So they Very take a little exciting. break. Yeah, for them for sure. And for us, who are their fans from the show. Absolutely. Well, I'm proud of them, but I'm proud that we have another episode to discuss. <laughs> yes, and you mentioned Mark Blutman, who we've had on the show, and yes. we really appreciate your support of us, Mark, as Absolutely. we support you. And um, I noticed that there's a very, you know, Mark wrote this episode, and uh-huh. his imprint is very clear, quite <laughs> quite obviously, in the fact that it's all about Canada. <laughs> Did you notice that? And, like, how it's all about, and they even sing the end of O Canada, which is, by the way... Probably my favorite Did you say national he's anthem. From Canada. Oh yeah, definitely yeah, that's from right. Canada. I forgot about that. Well, <laughs> yeah, he's a Montrealer. I remember I talked to him all about it because my roommate from New York was from Montreal. They are our best. And Isla. yeah, well, that's what they you know. That's what they said in the show. Kind of using it as a really nice parallel to mm. friends who you kind of sometimes might take for granted who are always there to back you up. And um, I just I must say I do love O Canada, so I was really glad they sang the end of O Canada. I'm French Canadian, so go You're, Canada! Wow. Yeah, French Canadian and Italian. <laughs> Okay, you're like a part everything, so you get to say that for everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys at home, if you want to call in, the numbers here is 424-256-1729. We'd love to hear from you guys. Wait, let's do it one more time slower. Let's get some calls. Come on. We're live in the studio. 424-256-1729. 1729. And I'm at Cinematic Escape on Twitter if you want to tweet me. And I am at Lee M. Epstein if you want to tweet me. <laughs> Or if you want to tweet Kristen, that's fine too. It's just, like she said, it's at Cinematic Escape. I won't be offended. And, we, and I want to say, we should really say that you guys, even though we've been gone and mm-hmm. haven't seen you in a while, you've been amazing yeah. tweeting us, and we really appreciate it. Especially, we do have one fan who tweets us a lot, and we really do appreciate it. It's very sweet. Brittany Lampka. Mm-hmm. We love you, Brittany. So thank you, Brittany. <laughs> I'm sure she's watching. She's I'm great. Sure. Call in, Brittany. At least Brittany is watching. Hope, <laughs> hopefully, 
other people too. Got one fan yeah. out there. No, it's okay. All um, right, so let's talk about the episode. Let's Go ahead. Let's do it. So R- Riley and Maya were doing the morning announcements, which reminded me of Corey and Sean's radio show. Oh, of course. Like from, from the closet? World. No, is that, yes. Yeah, from the custodian closet, right? Right. And they kind of turned their radio show into a dating show, if you remember, yes. in Boy Meets World. So I was really looking forward to that, but it didn't go that route. Instead, Riley was just really nervous, and she couldn't get any of the words right, and it actually was pretty funny. That was For a second, I thought it was kind of like, you remember in Anchorman, when... Um, when he's just reading the teleprompter, but he's like mm-hmm. not thinking and he's just saying whatever it says and he's saying like <laughs> horrible things that they just, you know, to prank him, they put in the teleprompter. At first I thought that was kind of that joke. Mm-hmm. And then I realized she just was, you know, just couldn't get the words out right. I mean, it's nerve wracking being on camera and talking live to a bunch of people. I'm schwitzing like crazy. <laughs> oh my God, Yiddish word, yay! <laughs> yay! You brought it back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what else? So it's the Buggy Awards and Farkle is getting ready for this big science competition. Mm. Which he's in every year, but unfortunately, Smackle always beats him. So he gets to take a date. And so that's where Farkle's choice comes from, is he's going to choose between Maya and Riley. Well, as you <laughs> might predict, Kristen, it's one of my favorite episodes because uh, it's written, I mean, it's written for Corey. It's written for, uh, Corey Fogelman is for mm-hmm, Farkle. Definitely. And you know I love him. You know I love his acting. And I yes. think that he got the episode he deserved here. You know, he is so great. And this was written for him, I felt like. And he just did a great job with it. And it's really funny. And it's really clever. And I would say the the two main things I want to talk about here are his performance, amazing uh-huh. and great as always. And I loved that he has an episode. And also... What a cameo guest star, Jane Lynch. That was unbelievable. Yeah, that was great. I was very surprised to see her. And also that she could sing because I guess, yeah, she was in Glee, but yes. I never watched Glee. Did she sing a lot in Glee? I, I, I also wasn't a big Glee person, but I think I knew she sang, but she's like legit good singer. Yeah. And she was in a big part of this show. <laughs> I thought, oh, she's going to come on. They're going to say Jane Lynch and she'll come out for mm-hmm. two seconds. She was awesome and just like perfectly cast. And um, yeah, it was great. It great was, scene yeah, around I was very surprised to see her, but I want to talk about how. Basically, Farkle's been dating these two girls this entire season. I mean, he's been going back and forth, always around, always coming up through the window. He's there for them, just like Canada, you know. And so I you feel think like he's, he's been kind of dating them all along. Yeah, he's all also along. kind of like their best friend. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it is an interesting vibe because it's like they really are best friends, and mm-hmm. you know, guys and girls can be best friends. It's, it's ha- crazy, but it's happened. I have a best friend that's a boy. That's a guy? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Shout out to Corey Drench. Oh, my... So my cute. best friend. Why is everyone named Corey related to this show? <laughs> I, um... But, yeah, I mean, he has been, like... That's what's interesting also. Like, he's been in their core friend group as well. Right. I... I also want to talk about that scene where he actually gets to stick up for the girls whenever they're sort of being mm-hmm. hit on by those guys because that's happened to every girl and you sort of want your guy friend to come in and save you and he does but it's like he's so small you don't expect that he's going to scare off these guys but then he's so smart he has like a triantula and yeah. then I loved also the follow up with uh, Maya also having a spider. Okay, yeah. First of all, spiders <laughs> totally gross. Like I was me too. just even seeing it on Riley's head, I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh my god, please tell me this is fake and a prop, and this is gross." I'm like getting itchy watching it. But <laughs> but I loved, yeah, all the the go to the scene that you mentioned where he stands up for them in the subway. First of all, uh, I don't want to ruin the magic, but I've never seen a cafe in a subway station. But you know, maybe <laughs> it's like aspirational. Maybe one day there will be something like that. Or maybe it's it's very cute, but I've never really seen it before. Um, but 
I think it was really nice actually when he does stand up for them and he says, you know, like, I'm a small guy, but um, and he stands up for them and it's really nice. And also, I think it's hilarious writing and and shooting how when he's sitting in between them. In the subway mm-hmm. station, you know, he's talking to Riley, like, over here, and then he and he goes over to Maya over here, and then he goes back to Riley, and she says, you know, are you seeing someone? <laughs> just, like, it's just a funny, yeah. it's a funny shtick, And you know? he was, like, really great to them. Like, he had brought up things from their past that they didn't even know, which actually kind of made them fall for him, and yes. by the end of the episode, they were fighting over who was actually going to be his date to the Buggy Awards, which I thought was great. It was very sweet. And then they all came together at the end. It, it was a really nice... It was not like a. Mm-hmm. It was not one of the heaviest episodes. There, I feel like there have been some heavier yeah. topics. It wasn't like that. It was really fun. Jane Lynch was. I don't know. I, I could talk about how good Jane Lynch was. I, I wanna, thought it was so funny. I want to ask you: Does Go Smackle ahead. really actually mm. like Farkle? It's yes. so confusing to me. Yes. Okay, so she does, but like she traps him, and because they've got this competitive thing, but... I think it's a classic thing of... Mm-hmm. See, we've got like a couple kinds of relationships, right? We've got mm-hmm. the like, okay, the best friends were to like, you know, and they're adolescents, and they're all trying to figure out the whole like dating thing, where like, they're all friends, and Lucas, and, and um, Farkle, and Riley, and Maya, like, who's gonna date whom? Because they're all kind of like in this friend group, but they're in that like experimental dating phase of high school years, and then you've got that other thing with Farkle and Smackle, which is that kind of thing where... And I don't think it's only, I don't think it's just guys and girls, it could be anyone, but like where you have two people who they are like very competitive because they're similar and mm-hmm. they're kind of in the same world trying to like be, beat each other, but they also have a crush on each other. I say no question. You think he, he yeah. also likes her? Totally, yeah. He, it's a shtick, it's a show, like, oh, like, I, I don't like you, like, you're, sm-. yeah, I think. But I don't ship them, like, I don't want them together. Farkle and Smack? No, they'll be annoying. I mean, it'll, it would be like, <laughs> it would be like, you know, um, who's Farkle's dad? Minkus. Minkus, right? So it's like Minkus and then Farkle. You know, it's just going to get exponentially like too much if Farkle has kids with Smackle. Like, I think he, in, he in was, Girl Meets World, you yeah. know, in the next incarnation, <laughs> Dog Meets World or whatever. Yeah. So as we get, oh, we didn't talk about Augie and Ava in the book club. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> your favorite character. I mean, so yeah, it was nice to see. Like honestly, I still love people make fun of me. I love my mom reading to me. Like yeah. I like when I'm around my mom, I'm like, mom, can you just read me anything? Like yeah. she'll read me articles or whatever when we're around each other because That's so like sweet. I, she's so fun. She's a character just like Topanga and Corey were in this episode. And Ava's mom was like pretending to be British, like she's not, but she's doing the whole accent thing. Yeah, because she's pretentious. Well, she actually literally yeah. says, you know, like I'm just I'm just better than better everyone. than everyone, but. It, it really reminded me of... I just heard a thing on um, a TED Talk on NPR this week. What TED Talk? Yeah, right? You know, mix it up with my with my Disney Channel viewing. <laughs> I think um, what, it, what it reminded me of was it was a whole show about the importance of play mm. and how there have been all these studies that, like, even for adults, play and playing and having fun is really important for your psychological health. Absolutely. Your, for your all-around health. And they've yes. done all these studies, and it's really amazing. <laughs> and I was kind of thinking about how this episode reminded me of that, like how Corey and Topanga are like the parents who are playing with their mm-hmm. kids, and they're getting into it, they're doing voices, and that there's, there's... And I think that writers of this show who are grown men and women who are mm-hmm. writing shows that are also for kids, like, understand the importance of right. imagination and play and... Um, it's again. It wasn't really spelled out as like the lesson of the show, but it's in there, and it's saying, Absolutely. you know, look at this. How there's value in reading with your kids, no matter the age, and having fun, and um, you know, you can educate your kids while having fun and 
not taking yourself too seriously. Yeah, there's a study that was done, and they tested. Is, it us quoting, is this a science show? Or this is a science st- show. Study after the more study you here. know. <laughs> okay, well, you can check us on Google after. <laughs> we, we just might be making this up. These are all facts. Yeah. We've got nothing but truth here at AfterBuzz. Um, <laughs> no, there was a study done. It's really quick. Um, at the age of four, all these kids were tested, and their creativity levels were so high. And then they were tested the same kids again at age seven, and they had shrunk like ridiculously low their creativity and what the uh, the scientists decided that was because the parents in between that age between four and seven that's when they often tell their kids you know you're being childish like mm. that's not realistic like they sort of crush those creative dreams huh. of the kids so that's it's really interesting did you do that yeah. To your children, let them play. Well, there's yeah, and I think that there's also it's again there's educational value in it. It's not mm-hmm. just like let them play at the expense of learning and, and growing. Mm-hmm. Let like the play be part of part of the learning and growing. Let's say for here in this example of learning to read, mm-hmm. um, you know, and just like making it a making engaging it experience that's fun. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's kind of in a meta way. That's kind of what Girl Meets World. I think at least the writers are certainly attempting to do, which is to educate through entertainment. Absolutely, I. I learn something every show. I love this show. I laugh out loud. I laughed at these last two. We'll do the last episode after this one in a couple minutes. So stay tuned. Don't go away. (laughs) But both of them, I laughed a few laugh out loud moments. Like really just funny stuff. Mm -hmm. So in the end of the show, you know, everyone comes back together and the girls show up at the Boogie Awards and Farkle has his two dates. And clearly Smackle still wins, but she's... It's not as great of a win because he's walking off with two girls and she clearly loves him and that would be a bigger win for her. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's to true. Have him, that's actually. true. I don't know. I mean, I just think, gosh, I just think, I think he has with her what I said that there's some kind of something under the surface, mm-hmm. but I don't think it'll end up being, who knows? I mean, maybe he'll just end up staying great friends with Maya and Riley and in the end really never end up with both of them, which kind of happened in the end of this episode. Um, I like that they preserved their friendship, that they chose to not, you know, that they all agreed to um, not sacrifice their friendship mm-hmm. for um, romantic things, which especially for adolescent kids at that age, you know, as you're growing up, you're not a baby, you're not a kid, but you're also having your earliest experiences with romance and relationships. And so there's a lot of, there's something, having worked a lot with uh, middle school kids and high school kids, I mean, I've seen there can be things fall apart. Relationships, yeah. friendships can fall apart, at least temporarily. Because um, kids are, young adults are learning to navigate how to have romantic relationships and friendships. And I, I'm glad that they decided to stay together as friends in the end. Definitely. I mean, I think, if, speaking of so much high school and romance, like, the best romantic part of high school was passing notes. Like, getting those notes from people, right? Because nobody writes notes or letters anymore. That's true. Well, and, okay, kids who are watching. <laughs> Kirsten and I went to high school before texting was unlimited. <laughs> So, if you have no idea what we're talking about, don't worry about it. It's fine. It's just like texting. <laughs> but you write them. Right. It's Long <laughs> notes. And we used to take photographs. That's like what happened before Snapchat. Yeah. <laughs> I refuse to get Snapchat. Anyway, I have a few <laughs> predictions. Can we do predictions? And now, you're after the so this is sort of ridiculous, but I kind of want Farkle to just like, you know how in Boy they aged, you know, each year, obviously we can't stop them from aging. Well, I want Farkle to just like grow into this really handsome mm. guy, maybe, who like Maya falls for. Like, I just want him to have a really hot girlfriend at some point and him like be like the Zack of Saved by the Bell. 
Well, <laughs> I am going to really mix things up here just to, you know, maybe we'll get some hits or something. I'll tell you, there was some talk online, and I was actually wondering this, too. There hasn't been any lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, oh. queer romance at all on Girl mm-hmm. Meets World. That's true. And, you know, they this is one of the most, like, honest, real shows, certainly on the Disney Channel. And I Absolutely. feel like that's a, you know, normal part of life for a lot of people, and especially now in this world. And so... I'm curious. We've had a very famous out lesbian actress, amazingly star in this episode, like I said. So I'm predicting that maybe there'll be some more issues along those lines brought up in, uh, I shouldn't even say issues, just, you know, more characters having other kinds of romance and other kinds of relationships as we go forward. I would be very interested in seeing that. Not with Farkle, though. I, I know, like no, him no, too no. much. Gotta, well, <laughs> and it, he likes girls too much. Like, I have a thing for Farkle. And so, like, well, yeah, if he doesn't maybe like he likes girls, both. I'm gonna I don't get know. A, that's fine with me. I've, I know people who like both. Free love. There's yes. doesn't have an identity. I'm I know fine some with too, that. but the point is, <laughs> where are we going? Well, with I don't, yeah, I know. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> where <laughs> are we? <laughs> Lampka, don't leave us. Wait. So, <laughs> no, but I will say, you know, I, I think that'll be an interesting angle, and also. Um, when I was at the show recently, I was in. The, I was on the set. Yeah, you you went without me. Thanks, now, I know, Lee. Tr- okay, just for the record, <laughs> I just want you at home to know we tried to go together. Lee went we, without me. No, I was wait. I we're gonna go <laughs> together soon. We're gonna take pictures. Okay. We're gonna bring right. We're gonna bring you our loyal we're viewers. We're gonna try to do that. We're gonna yeah. Well, maybe if you could work your schedule out, we can go together. <laughs> oh. We're gonna go. <laughs> we're Kristen and I are gonna go together. And, right? Absolutely. And we're going to take photos for our fans, and we're going to send you guys some cool photos. But when I was there, I met um, Farkle's mom. Aww. Farkle wasn't actually there because he was doing something <laughs> else, which was weird. So Corey wasn't there, but his mom was there, and he was getting his driver's license because he's not as young as he is on the show. What? Like his driver's permit, yeah. What? I think so. Maybe I made that up. Maybe it was, just, maybe it was Lucas. Someone, someone is driving themselves to the set, okay? Who's a kid? Yes. Whoa. I know. Knowledge just got dropped on me. I don't know how you guys feel, but I need some time to deal with this. But you guys can follow me at Cinematic Escape. Stay (laughs) tuned because we're going to do another show coming right up. Follow me at Lee M. Epstein. We'll be right back. And you guys can check us out on YouTube, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Leave us reviews, rate us. We love you guys. See you soon. That's all. We'll see you in a minute. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.